Today's episode might be one of my favorite episodes ever. We are going to talk about how someone with a full-time job is doing over $8,000 a month and only had her business for the last four months. You're not going to want to miss this. There's so much gold to pull out of this. And so let's not wait any more. Let's jump right on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hey, hey, Surf Sale Soar. I am so beyond excited today because we have one of our members of Surf Sale Soar joining us to tell us about how she is completely crushing it in her business right now. And I'm so excited to dive into this conversation. So, Raquel, tell everyone a little bit about who you are as a person and about your business. Sure. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. This is super exciting. My name is Rafali and I'm based out of Las Vegas. I am a mom of now four. We had our fourth this summer. And as a person, you know, I'm super into the outdoors, which is part of the reason we love living here. But I also have like a super technical streak. And that's kind of where I decided to go with my business. So after having a basically, you know, decade long career in the tech industry, as well as career coaching experience, I decided to kind of combine my entrepreneurial streak with my tech experience and This summer, actually, while I was on maternity leave, decided to start my own business combining the two. And so for my business, what I do is I am the tech expert for spiritual entrepreneurs. I help coaches, healers, creatives, and change makers leverage technology to scale their income and their impact and get all the tech headaches out of their business so that they can actually change the world the way that they want to. So uh, that's really where I've been going with my business. And it's only been a few months and super exciting. So yeah, happy to talk about it with you. Well, I'm excited. And I always like to tell people like how we know each other is a little different than how like when I have other people on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> typically besides my guest experts. And so I always love pointing out how powerful live events can be. And so we actually met. It's been just over a year. It was last October. We were in Sedona. For a very small, intimate coaching, like we were learning how to be better coaches. And it was really powerful. There's only like 10 of us or something. Yeah, it was like 10 or 12. It was small. Yeah, it was small. <laughs> and you were one of the people that were there and we met. And so tell me how you went from going to, you know, an event that was made to learn how to be a better coach. And then now we are a year later and now you have a one-on-one totally service-based business. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, how did we get here? Um, so when we met at that event, I was running my career coaching business. I was basically teaching women how to get into the tech industry the way that I've been working in the tech industry the last decade with whatever experience they had without having to learn how to code. And that business was going really well, which is why I was at the event learning how to become an even better coach. But I got to a point where I wasn't really feeling aligned with that anymore because my passion is helping people and I want to help people that are helping people. And so even though I'm very grateful for the time that I've had in the tech industry, um, helping people get jobs in corporations that are really just existing to make more money for the sake of making more money wasn't really aligned with my own personal mission. And so I actually ended up shutting that business down in the spring. Uh, I was also, I was very pregnant. 
Um, and it was just trying to declutter my life and figure out what my priorities were and where I was going to be spending my time going forward. And I decided to shut that career coaching business down, which was a huge decision after running it for four years and having it get to the point where it was very successful. But it felt right. And I didn't know what was coming next at the time. And I decided to just kind of sit in this void of, I'm going to take time for myself, for the pregnancy, for the baby, and we'll see what happens. Uh, So it's definitely been a journey. But it's been one that's been really exciting and fun to kind of just ride the wave and see where it takes me. Yeah. And so I know a lot of people are probably saying, like, there's no way they could shut down their business financially. This may be way too much of a personal question. Did you have the financial means to be able to be like, okay, I'm just going to take this time off. Like, we're not worried about that. Or was it still like, okay, we have a set amount of time and then we got to figure it out. So I'm kind of an interesting edge case, I think, in that I've been employed the entire time I've had both of these businesses. And so when I was doing the career coaching, I was doing it in addition to my nine to five work in the tech industry. And I'm still working nine to five in the tech industry. Um, And so for me, shutting that down wasn't, it was taking away a chunk of income, but it wasn't taking away my main bread and butter income, which is important because I'm, I'm the breadwinner for a family of six at this point. So it was a step back and we decided to scale back our expenses a little bit while we figured out what was coming next. And it was just a decision that we made as a family to make sure that I was feeling good about where I was going with my life and how I was spending my time, especially with another kid on the way. Ah, I love this. Okay. So, and the funny thing is that before we hit record, you were like, should I not tell them about my nine to five? And I was like, no, absolutely. We're going to tell them about nine to fives. We don't sugarcoat anything around here. And I think sometimes there's this shame in the online space of still having a nine to five. And there's no shame in that. Every family is different. Every individual is different. It needs different things in their life at different points. And I love that you were able to tap into that nine to five still and be able to take that cut so you could do what was right for you. You needed to take care of yourself and your soul before you could figure out like, how do I make this into something else? And you took that time and that's so powerful. And so tell us, what does your nine to five look like? Like, are you like working outside of the home? Are you in the home? How does that work and managing your business? Sure. So I consider myself very lucky with my nine to five job in the tech industry. Everything is very flexible, pays very well, has great benefits. And so I work from home full time. And my career coaching company was actually teaching people how to get remote jobs specifically in the tech industry because I've worked remotely for the last eight years. I've never been into an office at any of the tech companies that I worked for, except to say hi and visit. So I have a very flexible setup here. And that's part of the reason that I have decided to continue working nine to five as I've been building these businesses out, first my career coaching and now this new one. And I think the way that I look at it is, you know, what you said is really powerful. There's a lot of pressure, right? Like burn your boats, jump all in, figure it out. And I tried that. I did quit my job at one point to try to go all in on my business. And the pressure was so much considering that I was the main breadwinner that it was counterproductive. And it actually ended up hurting my business a lot. And so I went back to a nine to five and made sure to get one that would support my endeavors. And I kind of see my career as an incubator for my business almost. And so while my eventual goal is to be fully self-employed, to have the ability to grow this in a way that is sensible and pressure-free for me and my family is way more valuable than doing nothing but my business at this point. 
I love that. And I am not a fan of burn your boats because <laughs> there are some people who thrive under that. I'm one of those people. I'm like, burn it down because that's the only way I'm getting thing done. But there's a lot of people that that actually hurts them. They're yeah. too stressed. They can't do other. And I will say, like, even if you don't have a nine to five, you can still implement this. And so I'm always like, burn the boats. But that's not exactly true because when I started Surf Scale Soar, um, and when I teach inside Beta to Biggie, it's like, keep your one-on-one services. That should be funding your dream of also like having this course or membership because that stuff doesn't happen overnight. No matter what people say, that stuff <laughs> takes money. You need to be able to run ads, all this stuff. And it's not necessarily profitable right off the bat. And so it's the same thing. Use your service-based business to fuel that. Use your nine to five to fuel this business and take that pressure off so you can really grow it at your own speed. So I definitely didn't want us to like skirt over that by any means. So you keep saying you're the breadwinner for your family. So does your husband work with you? Is he a full-time stay-at-home dad? How does that work? So my husband is a jazz pianist. And so he has his gigs that he does and he teaches lessons here and there. But the work isn't steady enough as a musician to know that we're going to be able to count on anything coming in, especially, you know, COVID happened, right? And there was no work for musicians for a really long time. Um, And so for as far as our family is concerned, like anything that he's bringing in is kind of fun money, uh, whereas all of the expenses for a family of six have always come from my work in the tech industry slash my businesses that I have. Uh, So it's always been really important for me to have that consistency, have that stability, know that I'm taking care of my family. And every situation is different. I think for some people, if there's you know, someone else in the family that is already bringing in money or you have another source of income, then maybe burning boats makes sense. But in my situation, like, again, I tried that and it was so terrible for me. (laughs) It put so much pressure on my plate um, that I'm really happy with how things are going now. I love it. Okay. So you are a mom, you have a nine to five and you have a business. How are you managing it all? So funny. So one of the questions that you had sent over before it was like you know what's your biggest challenge and like the first thing that comes to my mind is time time is the biggest challenge i have four little kids under the age of nine plus i'm working nine to five plus i have this business or my last business i've always had an entrepreneurial streak so i always have something else going on outside my nine to five and i really think that for me prioritization has been absolutely key but it's not prioritized like here's a list of things i need to get done let me put them in the right order it's like what is the one thing I'm doing today? Just one. And I can't promise myself that I'm going to get more than one thing done because life, life happens. Life, especially with four kids, happens. So for me, it's every day looking at what is one thing I can do today that's going to move my business forward. Small thing, chunk it down. One small thing I can do today that's going to move my business forward. And if I'm consistent with that one thing, then by the end of the week, like, wow, I actually got something done. By the end of the month, wow, I really got something done. And it happens and it It's just that little bit of progress for me has been the most essential thing because otherwise, if I have a to-do list of 14 things and I get to one or two of them, then I end up feeling bad about myself, which just slows everything down. So it's for me, prioritize, get everything else off the list. I have like a could-do list, not a to-do list, but a could-do list. And I take one thing per day that actually ends up on my planner's to-do list. That's it. I love that because it... A few things pop up with that. One is I always pick three things, but also I have way more flexibility in my schedule with Austin being Riley's primary caregiver. Maybe that'll change once the baby comes. But for right now, like if I I always put three things and if nothing else gets done, like who cares? At least I got those three things. 
But mm-hmm. on Monday, I always pick one thing that has to get done for the whole week. If that one thing gets done on Monday, then the whole week's a success. Yeah. Which usually means like on Tuesdays, I'm like, okay, I don't have to work today. I'm going to one thing on Tuesday. I'll be back on Wednesday. And yeah. then the other thing is that comes to mind is that saying that says we overestimate what can be done in a day and underestimate what can be done in a year. Totally. And like you said, if you just do one thing each day, like in a week, wow, you got seven things done. And then you get 30 things done. And then, you know, we're at the end of the year and you've really made moves in your business. Yeah. And so I love that so much. So we've been talking about your other business, your nine to five, your family. So what is this new business? You joined us in ServeScale Store, I think in August. The very beginning of August. Yeah. And you were like, and it's always funny when I have some people that pop up. I'm like, it's always weird because you're like, wait, She's not like my, she's not who I teach. And then I was like, and she was in this program. I was like, is she like checking out what we have going on? And did she think this was something it wasn't? And so then I got really excited when I saw your intro post and everything. And so tell us what in August when you joined Surf Skills or one, why did you join? And then two, what is this new business you have? Sure. So. I like to say that in July, when I gave birth to a baby, I also gave birth to a business. (laughs) So I just had such, again, I had been taking some time off and I had just had such clarity the week that my child was born. It was like literally he was four days old. And I had such clarity that like, oh, this spiritual journey that I've been on for the last decade, plus a decade long career in the tech industry, plus like my desire to just get out and go do good in the world. Like all of these things can be one thing. It can just be one thing. And it was just this flash, like lightning flash of clarity that I had as I was recovering (laughs) from birth. And so within two weeks, I had signed up for your program because I knew that this is going to start off as one-to-one work. And there's a lot of things I I see myself doing with this that are not one-to-one, that are bigger scale. But I knew it was going to start with one-to-one work. And I knew that I did not have time to mess around. I had a newborn. I was on maternity leave for a certain number of months. And I did not want to be reinventing the wheel with this. Like I wanted to help people and Part of helping people was getting my own stuff in order and doing it, quote unquote, the right way. Not that there's a right way, but I knew that there were ways to do this that worked and that I didn't need to reinvent the wheel and figure it out the hard way. Um, And so when I joined, it was like my baby was three weeks old. (laughs) And I was like, all right, I know Brandy does this. I know she talks about this a lot. I've listened to her podcast. I've spoken to her in person already. I'm just going to go hear what she has to say and just follow it so that I don't have to figure this out myself. And it worked because within the first month, I had made $4,700 with a brand new business, helping amazing dream clients bring their mission-driven business to life like out of scratch. So that's basically what I do is I help entrepreneurs that are soul-driven align their technology with their mission. And so for some people, it's they're just getting started and they have no idea how to bring their vision to life. And in five days, we get their entire online business set up, their website, their payment processors, their calendar, all of their scheduling that they need, all of their delivery for their course that they need, their checkout system, everything like online integrated and set up in five days. And they go from like this dream to like, oh my gosh, it's actually real (laughs) in five days. And then for my more established clients, it's really just taking their tech to-do list and getting it done. And so I do VIP days for them where you get my full-time time and attention for seven to eight hours and we knock out dozens of things off of your tech to-do list because whatever's on your tech to-do list, I can do probably in a quarter of time or less that it would take people because that's what I do. I'm a software engineer. (laughs) So I just go in and I get stuff done and everyone at the end of the day is just like, 
wow. And it's amazing to see their faces when they realize that, you know, this thing they've been trying to get done or this business they've been trying to get started for so long is just like done. And now they can go out and impact people and they can change the world and they can make people's lives better in so much more efficient of a way because we work together. And that's just really cool. I love this. And I want to break down a few things. One, you're working in like in the tech space, like setting up tech software. I get a lot of pushback from people and they're like, Brandy, I can't be on packages. You're on crack. Like this doesn't work for me. My business is different. Two, this isn't something that can scale to 10K months. Like it's just not possible. This isn't ads and I can't scale it. And then three, how am I supposed to niche down? And you literally check off all those boxes. (laughs) And so anyone who's like fights me on package pricing, I'm always like you. I know you think your situation is special, but it's really not. Like all of this can be turned into packages. All of these services are scalable and it's just finding a way to make it work. So I love that you have the VIP day package where you can just knock out a bunch of stuff and then five days to set up everyone's. That's incredible. So what does that package look like? So I call it five days to done and it's it's designed for people who are just getting started to literally have everything they need. And I give them a proposal that shows them this is what we're going to work on. This is what your website's going to include. Here's the payment processes we're going to use. Here's the basics that you're going to get for your course or workshop set up. Here's the basics for your first sales funnel that we're going to get done. Everything's going to be connected with your email marketing tool, whichever one you choose. And we do a strategy session to pick out the specific pieces of technology that they want to use. As a software engineer, it's really easy for me to learn just about anything, but I do have like a list of like, here are my preferred ones. If you really are, you know, dedicated to something else, you can talk about it, but here are my preferred ones. And then in five days, like we do a daily check-in so to go over whatever progress was made. And at the end of the week, it's completely set up and done. And they just have a magical online business out of nowhere, which is amazing. You know, the people that I've worked with on that were playing with ideas for like six months or a year or trying stuff out and putting it together and then not liking it. And then all of a sudden, after five days of working together, they're like, this is crazy. I should have hired you a year ago. <laughs> I love that. And it's just you're showing other people that like so many people get stuck on my service doesn't work like this my service and you just made it work you followed like the step-by-step plan and also you share your wins in our group which i think is really really powerful not only for you personally it's amazing for us to share our wins because it increases endorphins and all this other stuff and it helps us be more confident but it also inspires other people and just like you being on the podcast today is going to inspire all those tech people who are like ah i can't charge hourly (laughs) (laughs) and so okay so your first month you were at 4700 i think yeah and now you're celebrating your best month again right yes i am and what are you at so i think i was at 5800 the last time that i posted so i broke that 5k mark but i actually was about to go post on the win wednesday post in the group that I just broke 8,000 in the last 30 days. So I'm so close to that six-figure mark already, which is crazy. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. And just following like a step-by-step plan and you had nothing. And so it shows you everyone that like just follow what's been done. You don't have to recreate the will. There's no reason to recreate the will. Just follow what works. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. And so I know the last question that I'll ask and that other people are going to want to know, where are you finding the majority of your clients? Uh, Facebook groups is where I'm finding them. So a lot of groups that are uh, either designed around spirituality or spiritual entrepreneurship or 
just in that wheelhouse going in and sharing the wins that I'm having with my clients has been the number one way. So I share things like celebrating this client that got this website done, celebrating this client that has their new business up and people ask about what it is that I do and what I offer. And we get on a call and use your amazing discovery call process <laughs> that I live by. It's just been amazing. Yeah, everything just unfolds so naturally. And I haven't ever been like, oh, where am I getting my clients from? It's They're just coming. It's amazing. You're like a poster board for what happens if you just go step by step. <laughs> just follow the process. Just follow the process. I love it. And I do not want to take credit for any of this because you are crushing it. You're the one that's doing the dang thing with a nine to five and a family uh, with lots of children. I'm like trying to manage some days with one. <laughs> so you are crushing it, my friend. I'm so excited for what this year has to hold. And I know this episode is going to inspire so many. So tell my audience... Where can they connect with you? Where can they package hack you? Where can they learn more about what you do? <laughs> sure. So my website is actually going through a rebrand because I started this off as like a brand name and just made it me. So yeah. it's rachelli.com, R-U-C-H-E-L-I.com is my website. Still in the works. It's a service provider problem, right? You're so busy providing services for other people. <laughs> well, clearly you don't need a um, light, so it's totally fine. <laughs> Um, so you can go there. I have some freebies there that you're welcome to. We also have a free group called Simple Systems for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. So if you identify as such, we'd love to have you join. I love all this. And we'll make sure to link it all up in the show notes. And one last thing that I want to know is you never know who's watching because <laughs> we have not talked in a year, like since yeah. that event, I'm pretty sure. And I mean, since August, I reached out to you after you joined and stuff. So I haven't like ghosted her, y'all. Like this, not we just didn't talk after the event. Like I would have never known that you were listening to the podcast, that I was the person that you thought of. So I think this is a good reminder, no matter if you're a service provider, coach, consultant, whatever, that you never know who's watching and the show impact up. that you could be making. <laughs> yeah, just show up. So thank you so much. I know this is going to be such a powerful episode and I just appreciate your time. Yeah, likewise. And thank you because like you said, I've just been following the process, right? And so I bring my skills to the table, but you made everything so clear and so easy and so just get it done a that I take my one little to-do list, my one little video from Brandy's portal, and I'm, this is my to-do for the day. And it's just been unfolding beautifully. And I thank you a lot for inspiration and the guidance along the way. Of course. Thank you. Oh my goodness, y'all. Raheli like totally blew my mind. She is one of the smartest people I've ever met. And she's just getting it done. She knows not to recreate the wheel, but follow a proven step. And doing this while having a full-time job and a bunch of kids and a family to take care of and having her business. And she's not about burning down the boats, but just taking little steps each and every single day to move her business forward. I think that's a lesson we could all learn and all implement in our business. So if you'd like to meet more people like Raheli, meet us inside Surfscale Soar, head to surfscalesoar.com forward slash 10K. You can watch my free training or skip right over that and join us inside Surfscale Soar where you can follow a proven plan. Until next week, y'all, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.